Boom. Ha <laughs> ha. We are back for another episode of Undivorced Withable. Episode number 49. Oh, we almost to 50. Almost to 50. Man. That's big. I feel uh I feel good about it. Yeah. So welcome to another week of Undivorced Whittable with Giovanna and And Rance. <laughs> <laughs> a smile. Anyway, so if you listen to last week's episode, which was kind of cool and amazing, um, this episode is, I would say, like a spinoff of last week's. Um, we talked about love proofing your marriage. So it's like the sequel, kind of. The sequel, spinoff, sequel, yeah. See? Um, we talked about love proofing your marriage and everything. Y'all, he's bothering me over here. Y'all can't see it, but he is. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. So anyway, um, yeah, so after this episode, go back and listen to episode 48 if you did not hear it last week. But marriage is about serving. Like one thing that I've realized is and learned from reading and different things like that is that you never stop serving your spouse. You shouldn't at least. And meeting their needs in all the things. So I think that we sometimes leave serving at the altar and like act like, oh, I got them now and I could just be myself. Mm -hmm. But we still have to serve each other. And that's meeting each other's needs every day. Um, it's our job. I'm here to serve you for life. It's a life sentence. I want to serve you for life. <laughs> so the key is to understand how your spouse needs to be served, right? Whether that's emotionally, physically, mentally, financially, sexually, whether it's acts of service, spending quality time, affection, intimacy, so many different ways that you can serve your spouse. Wow. So I thought it would be nice to help y'all out, just in case you can't figure it out on your own, and help you guys with different ways to serve your spouse. So we'll do we'll do husband first since I'm talking. Okay. We'll let's, let's roll with. So I guess is this something people can kind of take notes? Yeah, on? take notes. You All know right. if you're driving in your car, um make mental notes and Or just listen to this again. I was going to say, <laughs> you just took the words out of my mouth, y'all. That's cuz I'm serving. To... <laughs> I took the words out of her mouth. That's oh that's synergy gosh. right there. Yes, listen to it again, share it with your spouse, you know, send it to them. You guys can listen to it at work, take some mental notes, take some, you know, jot down some things, whatever. But in this serving, you want to do what's going to matter to your spouse. That's, okay? a good, that's a good point. Yeah, do what matters to them. Because if you just come doing something, they're like, why are you doing this? And it doesn't meet their need, really, yeah. then it's not really going to do anything. Um, uh, for but, example, one mm -hmm. way you could do that is make your husband coffee in the morning. Now, that would mean nothing to my husband because he I don't drink, drink coffee. coffee. Please don't bring me coffee. Right. He gets his energy all on his own. Y'all pray for me. He don't need no coffee for it. Um, so, yeah, that wouldn't help you because you don't drink <laughs> coffee. But. <laughs> that wouldn't help you. <laughs> But um, another thing that you can do is, like, say something kind about your spouse in front of other people. And that's mm, a way that's to, big. like, stroke his ego. And, yes, men need their ego stroke. Yes, like, among other important. things. 
amongst stroking other things. Um, but it is important to stroke their ego to let your spouse know that you care about them, but then not just care about them, but you're willing to share it with the world. Okay. You know, and 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 you're you're saying something kind to speak nice of your spouse in front of other people that can really, you know, make him feel good about himself. Like, oh, you like that about me? Yeah. You know, that type of thing. Especially if it's coming from a genuine place. Yes. And, and it's not one of those situations where you say nice things, y'all get in the car, and then you just desecrate each other on the way home every time. Like, let it matter, please. That's terrible. Mm-hmm. That is terrible. Um, Another thing to serve, another way you can serve your spouse is to pack his lunch. Maybe he doesn't eat lunch. Maybe he works through lunch. And, you know, we have to take care of our bodies. We mm-hmm. have to eat well. And eating at least three meals a day is very important and vital. Yes. So you're not just, like, letting him know I'm thinking about you, but you're also feeding him, nourishing his body, giving him the energy that he needs, and allowing him to take care of his body. And if you make a healthy snack, it's more beneficial. Now, I will say this. <clears throat> I will say this. That was one of the perks or one of the things I enjoyed about when I was working in my job for all those years and I would I would get called in and have to go in at like 2 a.m. So obviously that means that uh, if it's the middle of the day, I'm in bed by 6, you know, I probably didn't eat dinner or something like that. But when I would leave and, and there would be a meal packed, I loved that. Aww. Yeah, you 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 didn't just put the the what was for dinner in there, but there would be other things in there. It'd be some thoughtful things, cookies or something like that would just get me through this twelve hour shift. And y'all gotta understand, for those twelve hours, I'm in a room, I'm sitting, and I'm I'm you know making sure that the earth or the jurisdiction of the earth that I'm supposed to watch doesn't blow up. And so there's added stress. There's all these things that you're dealing with, but to know that your wife cared enough about you to make your lunch, oh, man. Mm. Yes. It was great. That's good. Maybe you should go back to work so I can pack your lunch, just playing. <laughs> she said it like I'm just not working it at all. Oh, that's it. No, that's... we work together in the studio, so I do, need to, I do need to go back to that and definitely take care of us in the studio. Um, so I'm glad you said that because that's a reminder. Another good thing to do is, okay, so give your spouse time to themselves. Now, this definitely, I feel like, depends on their personality. Mm-hmm. Um, you definitely have the personality where you need to decompress sometimes if you've been on a lot. Yep. You need to be by yourself. So I think that that's very important. Like maybe if you had a stressful day or just need to be by yourself because you've been on, you know, if you're doing a photo shoot and you're constantly on entertaining with people and different things Trying like that. Make them when you come home and then you have a child, a son, who's seven years old, who is there to drain even more of your energy, mm-hmm. that would be important to like give you some time to yourself. That's why for a lot of people, time on the toilet is sacred. <laughs> so when he's on the toilet for like 30 minutes or an hour... I've never been on nobody's toilet for <laughs> I didn't no say you have. Hour. I was just saying that that might be, you know, his time. I'm not saying you. Man, you know how bad your feet will fall asleep? Man. 
Oh my goodness! You know how your butt will feel after getting off of that, man. You would have to walk on your ankles, <laughs> your feet. Would... Oh my lord! It's crazy how, like, you know. I guess it's because ergonomically, toilets are not like chairs, right? They're pretty low for yeah. for most people, so I guess that will lead to that. But that foot falling asleep thing, we can sit in regular chairs for hours and not have that. But boy. On a yeah. toilet? On a toilet is, is, is worse, for sure. Just cut my feet off now and take them away. That, <laughs> I would hate how that felt. Um, let me see. What else? You can... So, if your spouse is into, like, watching movies, documentaries, or whatever, and if your spouse, if one of the love language is quality time watching his favorite movie or show or something with him, whether you're into it or not. Mm-hmm. But sitting with them and watching it can definitely be a way to serve your spouse. All right, I'm going to tell you guys how true this is from two different vantage points. So when I was a kid, my mom was always, like, busy. She's, she was a, uh, a a co-pastor or a pastor or whatever, but she also was a marriage counselor and so I lived in a house where our phone would ring constantly. But the day that it bothered me the most was on Sundays. So, you know, my pops would be on his off day. He worked at the post office. Most days he worked 12-hour shifts. So he, he was, um, I think it was 1, 1 p.m. to 1 a.m. was his shift. And so on Sundays, you know, if he's watching football or whatever, and we're all in there together having that that little glimmer of family time but the phone rings and you know my mom she gets up she has to go get it this is before this is before uh caller ID so caller ID wasn't a thing yet and we would be sitting chilling the phone's going to ring pick up the phone someone's asking to speak to Ms. Robinson and so you know he would, I would see him roll his eyes and just kind of hand her the phone like you know there goes the little bit of family time we was having boom now, last year, during the Michigan versus Ohio State game. Oh, Lord. I'm listening. Y'all watched. Oh, okay. Y'all watched. You, you guys got to see this. My, I thought she was going somewhere else. My wife is like a whipped puppy, okay? <laughs> she like, she's like a, a dog with PTSD. Uh, you know, you know, they need a thunder shirt, like when, it, when it's lightning out. You're sitting here. Go ahead with your story. Goodness gracious. <laughs> I'm sitting here trying to give you your propers. So anyway, it felt, it was one of the best things. I, I felt so glad. And they didn't, I don't think you guys stayed and watched the whole game. Because Michigan had a really good game. <laughs> Go blue. And, <laughs> you know, but it was just the idea that, man, y'all started with me and kick off. You and, like, the whole family. Everybody was down there. Watching the game, it was it was nice. It was really nice. It meant a lot. It meant a lot. So that is one of the truest things. Taking time, carving out to do something. So if your husband is always in the garage working on on cars or something like that, just you going out there and handing him a wrench or a, a tool because you know he needs it, it would mean something. Got gotcha. you. So does that mean I have to sit with you every Saturday and watch a game, or just no? Because like... then no, don't let the novelty wear off. Okay, good. Don't let the novelty Oof. wear off. Just a, we just appreciate it when you yeah. Yeah, the important games. 
Yeah. And don't be asking a lot of questions either. <laughs> you know, just watch. I, don't ask a lot I didn't of questions. say you did. I'm talking oh. to the listeners. You oh, know. Okay. I'm about to say, I, know, I grew up with my dad and my brother. If you want to know some questions, you better use the Googles on your phone, okay? Yes. Okay. So, another one. Um,. I would say, okay, so from the last episode we talked about, we did talk about how much this means to you. So giving him a massage, if his love language is touch, if he loves, if he works with his, if he uses his body or if he works out or anything like that. You ain't got to do nothing. Just touch me. That's you, but I'm just saying, Mm -hmm. you know, if for another man, I'm talking about, you know. It can mean something to give him a massage, or if he's on his feet all day, massage his yeah, feet. Yeah, especially them feet. You know. <laughs> so, Sci- scientifically, there's a, a, a human aversion to feet. Y'all got to get over it. Work with y'all. Got to work within yourselves on that. Feet were not meant to be touched, but anyway. <laughs> How um, untrue! That's so <laughs> demonic. That is demonic. <laughs> I rub your feet though, even though you know I love you because I rub your feet because I cannot stand feet. I cannot stand feet. My brother can't either. It's I don't know why we're like this because I feel like my, our parents. You would aren't. think feet was made of snakes with these people. It's Man, ridiculous. Yeah, I can't stand feet. When our kids, when our kids are little and toddlers and babies, they can put their feet on me. I can touch their feet. It was fine. But when they got to a certain age, don't come near me with your feet. That's crazy. Jordan did that to me yesterday when we was coming home. He put his feet up on the thing and just kept caressing. Why are your feet touching me? I know. Y'all, they can walk on my back. I don't care. See, no. I don't like Barefoot and all. Just don't be stinking. Don't just don't have no stinking feet. feet. So you know that I love you. So I, I think this is the last one for men. I think this will right. be the last one. So another way to serve your husband, ladies, ladies, ladies. We know that men have a huge sexual appetite. More than us. Some men. Some men, most men, most men. Yes. So more than most women. Um, and... That's usually a point of contention in marriages is sex. We don't have sex anymore. We don't have sex like we used to before we got married. You know, all the different things that couples say when it comes to sex, right? So, women. Remember, you're serving. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. So, initiate. Initiate it. So, he doesn't have to feel like... I always got to be the one, and I feel like I'm, you know, attacking her or being aggressive because I want it and she doesn't or whatever. But it would make him feel good, am I right, to initiate? Mm-hmm. No, it's not wrong. So that's another way to serve your husband. And don't Remember, you're serving. It. Oh, my gosh. Don't initiate it necessarily at night. Sometimes you can initiate it. And don't initiate it like you're doing us a favor neither. Like Yeah. Act like you want it. That 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 means more than anything is like um like you've been you've been you've been dying to sit on that thing all day. Act like you want. It. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, y'all. Look at this comfort that, that my wife just gave me. Like, why you have to say it like that? Cuz that's how I almost say it. All right? Act like you just been, you've been, like, God the Father, 
let him have enough blood in his body <sighs> so that when I get to it, I can sit on this thing. I've been dreaming. I, that's how you that's treat it like that. I bet you. You you rock his world. And then he'll go cook for you. Yep. Or take out the trash. Make your grilled cheese or sandwich. clean the whole house. You might give him enough energy to go clean the whole house. See, it's give and take, ladies. It's give and take. That's part of serving, man. You ever go to a restaurant, you know it's a good restaurant, but they treat you like they're doing you a favor by existing. It's not really a good experience. But boy, oh boy, when you get that server to just treat you like, you know, they, they know your name, they, they, you know, or they don't know your name, but let's say you go in that restaurant, they take your order with, with happiness and glee, they bring your drink, they keep your drinks filled up, whether that's alcoholic or non-alcoholic, they are showing you the dessert menu, they're anticipating your needs, that's the restaurant that you're going to go back to. And you're going to tip well. You're going to tip well. So remember, guys, we're serving. Remember, get the, give the good restaurant experience. Act like, you know, you get that host that's like, we've been waiting for you all day to come into our establishment. Y'all see how he just took that over? That meant something to them, to him. He felt that. Felt it. <laughs> he felt it. Felt it. It's felt touched oh. up. Goodness. All okay, right. so we done with the men. We done with the men. So how? What are some ways that men can serve their wives? I'll let you take pound it. town. Take her to pound town. No, I'm just playing. That's oh not. That's not one. That's that uh, young lady. Uh, black girl lost sexy red. Let's see. All right. So when we talk about service, um, gentlemen, there's nothing wrong or weak about serving your woman, all right? So I think that's, that's one thing that we gotta like knock out of the, of, the, of the proverbial double standard box. Um, you know, I think one of the, the dopest songs to ever be created was by a group called Destiny's Child called Cater to You. When them ladies talk about all the things they're gonna do to and for their man, amazing. But we gotta reciprocate. So here's some ways that I think that you can um, you can serve your your wife, right? So one of the things that I think is important is definitely compliments. All right? Compliments, serving up compliments, it matters. I believe, and you can tell me this is true or not, women still want to be flirted with. Yeah. I mean, we do a lot. Now... Let me ask you this. You want to be flirted with, but not necessarily sexualized. Is that correct? That is true. Okay. That is true. So it's a fine line between f- flirting and giving me a compliment mm-hmm. and not saying it in a sexual way because you just horny and want something in the moment. Right. So it's like, baby, I love how you look in that sundress. Lift it up so I can nut in you. That's not a compliment. At all. <laughs> you just went all the way there. <laughs> just saying. It's not a compliment. <laughs> no, it's not a compliment. I'm not going to take that as a compliment. I mean, there might be a time where that is appropriate, and you will have those conversations. Mm-hmm. But to just give your wife a compliment, oh, I love what you did with your hair today. Mm-hmm. Oh, your makeup looks nice today. Oh, you look very beautiful in that dress today. Your eyebrows look wonderful. Yes. I really like your nails, baby. Thank you. Mm-hmm. 
And that's where that's where it ends. You just throw the compliment out there, but you serve with those. Um, and you know, you it, it they're free. That's the way I look at it. They're free. And you just have to be careful. Like, you know, baby, your nails look good. I want to feel them in my back. It's not a compliment. No. All right. So make sure that when you're doing this, you're serving up uh those compliments and your your blessing. Yeah, be sincere with it. Now here's one uh, favorite that I like to do personally. Um, is cooking with a surprise. So there'll be some Saturdays where I may make wake up and cook breakfast for the family. You know, I don't I feel like my breakfast is not as good as my wife's. But I feel like that's his out to not have to cook it, but yep. <laughs> it's it's the way she does her potatoes, y'all. She dices the potatoes and cook they just perfect. It's like she figured out how to perfect the potato in the morning. So you know we we tend to do a nice hearty meal. For breakfast on on weekends when we can, and so that's one thing that I like to do is make that happen. And I think that not only does it serve my wife, but then it serves our children, mm-hmm. and they're full and fed. And I think one thing about our family, especially, is like when we have that kind of breakfast meal, we are basically set for most of the day, except yeah. for our son who is a perpetual snacker. I've never seen anything like it. He's yeah. If Pac-Man was a human, <laughs> okay, it would be <laughs> He our said son. as long as he can still go and get some ice cream. Or fruit snacks or something. Yeah, something, something along totally. those lines. Yeah, but it is nice. And it, uh, it also allows us to be able to spend that time together as a family, yes. which makes it really nice because we'll sit down and eat. And start the day. Yeah, 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 and it's it, yeah, and then at least it allows us a good full meal, so then that way I ain't got to worry about turn right around and worry about lunch. Now, this next one that I'm gonna say is not now, it's not necessarily that I anticipate this, but when it's needed, I definitely don't mind supporting it, and that's when Giovanna needs time off to whether it's just soak in the bath alone, be in the room alone, take a nap or whatever. Now, I do find that I am like a security guard when it comes to the boy. <laughs> uh, I, it's, not, it's not a carefree job. So when she's like, I just need an hour to beat myself. I'm up there guarding the door. You would think Beyonce was behind the door. And this dude is really trying to get in there. So, you know, we got us a bona fide mama's boy. He loves his mama. Yeah, he does. And so, you know, he's there in the midst of everything. But I think that a way to serve your wife is to let her have her time, is to let her have uh, those moments. Because when you think about it, mothers, women, but moms do a lot of output. There's a lot of output. Um, You know, children tend to ask moms for everything. If If moms are working... And not just stay-at-home moms and stay-at-home moms. That's a heck of a hard job, too. That is definitely a hard job. That is a hard job. So staying at home is not, in my opinion at all, sitting back and lamping and watching TV all day long and doing what you want to do. Like, if your wife is a stay-at-home mom, when you get home from work today, after you listen to this episode. Rub her Or feet. tomorrow. Take the kids to the park. Mm-hmm. Take the kids out the house. Let her sit in the house quietly quietly by herself like people don't understand how i i am one person where 
if I'm alone, sometimes I don't have anything going on, but sometimes I'm like, oh, maybe I'll listen to a book or maybe I'll watch a video on YouTube or something, you know, so I'm not just doing nothing. But when you take the kids and leave, mm-hmm. like even if it's just taking our daughter to work and you take our, you make our son, <clears throat> excuse me, go with you, I will literally sit in the house and not do a thing. I would just enjoy the peace and quiet and not being pulled, prodded, poked. She ain't lying either. When I take him to the park and we'll we'll go to the park for a couple of hours. And I come back and it's a whole new wife. <laughs> a whole new wife. She in the house break dancing, you know what oh I'm saying? Oh my gosh, you ain't never caught me doing that. <laughs> nah, I ain't never caught you doing that. <laughs> but what what I have caught you doing is being able to plan out write things out. You know, and like really sit back and you, I can tell you've been cooking in your mind. You've been able to, to put your recipe of like how you want your business to go or, you know, the lives that you're going to do, anything that you really have had planned. Because there's, there's something about being able to, you know, we got our own space. We got our own studio office space. But there's something about just being able to have some peace at home. In your own things. And gather your thoughts. Yeah, yeah. So Mm -hmm. that's something that's important. I will also give you guys another one, all right? So this one is another touch one, but I think it's about intimacy, and that's cuddling. Um, You know, to cuddle or to hug or to, you know, embrace your woman, serve her with your embrace. I think that that's something that I kind of lost sight of, Uh, through the pandemic because we were together all the time, right? Everybody's together. You like, I got you. We're here, you know, and then over time you develop new habits. One habit that you need to reestablish if you don't have it is the habit of intimacy. It's, you know, cuddling or holding each other or something like that a few minutes a day. Yeah, I definitely agree. I definitely agree. It's something about the way our husband wraps his arm around us and embraces us and hold us that makes us as women feel secure, feel protected, feel like we can literally exhale. Mm-hmm. Whole, and so it's nice to have that. Made a whole movie about women waiting to exhale. Okay. It was called <laughs> Waiting to Exhale. All right. Is that all? Is that no, I got one more. Oh, okay, one more. All right. And I like this one, number eight, genuinely. Or how many have I? I don't know how many I've done. I don't know. Uh, genuinely ask your wife how you can make her day a little easier. Now, that's a little scary because for guys, we're afraid of the honeydew list coming down. But it may be something as simple as I just need a break. And she just may want to go drive to a Dairy Queen, get a blizzard, sit in the parking lot and eat. Mm-hmm. Or she could just be cheating and she No, I'm just playing. Oh my gosh. So, or it could be making dinner or grabbing some takeout so she doesn't have to worry about it. Yeah. Or it could be doing the dishes because she has a lot on her plate. Yep. And you know, she's looking at the house and she's like, "Oh my gosh." Or it could be filling up your gas tank. It could be filling up like like taking something off of the to-do list. Yes. You know that can make life easier. Um one less thing she has to think about. It could be going to pick up the groceries because she ordered them, but she just doesn't have time to go pick them up. It could be a plethora of things. But I'm going to tell you this, men, that if you do that and you take something off her plate, she's going to remember 
what you did, and it's going to serve you later. Unless she's just not a server. <laughs> She'll remember. <laughs> Trust me. Especially if you start doing it often. Yeah. But I... It, but but I'm gonna caution her. Can I can I throw a caution on that? Don't let these things be the reason. Why, that be the reason why you do these things, though, because then you can be let down when she doesn't. That's true. So be careful with that, because this is just a practice. It's a it's a practice for you to serve and to serve and to serve somebody means that you're almost you're doing it usually without wanting something in return. Mm-hmm. Like if you, like a genuine servant that's not a hired hand, there's somebody that just loves to help. So I think that that's the place that we're coming from too. Is like you're doing this, but you you really want to help. You really want to take something off your wife's plate. And then at the end of the day, you know, if it leads to whatever fantasy y'all got, God sanction it and bless it, <laughs> and may you come and go in ecstasy. Wow. Wow, the use of words right there. But anyway, it goes back to the beginning. And this is what marriage is about. It's about meeting each other's needs daily. So I challenge you guys to find one way. And this is just a list. This is just some ideas to give you, you know, everybody's spouse is different. What matters to one spouse won't matter to another one. Um, You know, different things like that, but just finding a way each day to serve or to meet your spouse needs is important. Yes, it is, because when you don't do it, you know, I I guess an example would be, it's it's like abandoning a building. So I work in real estate. I help people buy and sell houses. Sometimes I work with investors. Sometimes we go and look at dilapidated properties. So this metaphor is that. It is amazing how an abandoned structure used to be a place where there was life, there was love, there was, there was activity in that structure. And when, when all activity leaves it, weeds begin to grow mm. around the, pro- the structure. But what really happens is weeds begin to grow through the structure just it's sitting deterioration happens that's and good. you have to be careful not to accidentally abandon each other and weeds begin to grow up and some of those weeds are other people some of those weeds are bad advice some of those weeds and, and dilapidation you know animals in, in these houses we go in, there's there's birds that decide to move into the home. They they oh nobody's here. Mm-hmm. We can woodpeck our way through, or we find an opening, or the roof because nobody lives there is being paid attention to. There's a hole in it which allows raccoons to. There's so many things that happen, and these are the same things that happen in life when you abandon each other on accident or on purpose. There's going to be dilapidation. Yeah, because it definitely affects your communication. It affects the intimacy in the marriage. It affects so many different things. Um, And back to in episode 48, if you guys have not listened to it, please go back to it. Um, Because like we said, this is the sequel, basically, of it, is when you don't meet each other's needs, 
and you're not serving your spouse um, and having the conversation. What I love when you we did that last week. So go back and listen to it. But mm-hmm. when you do those things, you're keeping at the forefront of your mind what's important to your spouse and being able to serve them. That metaphor was actually really, really good. I love that, babe. Thank you. Um, because that's ultimately what happens. And if you read the book that we mentioned last week, His Needs, Her Needs, mm-hmm. a lot of times it's the lack of serving your spouse that causes the cheating to happen. Mm. Um, Women not having their emotional needs met, feeling like they're not looked at anymore, but as a piece of meat, and you only want to get in between my legs. And then men, like... It's because it's cold in this world, and it's so warm in there. I'm sorry. Wow. (laughs) And for men, they're like, you're not spreading your legs enough. Or you look at me as just a wallet, or, you know, it's... Yeah, and, and like I said, it, yeah, that's a good one, too. You look at them as just a wallet. And, you know, what other car are you going to buy me? What jewelry are you going to get? You look at them like that. Those are very, um, that's very true. But the reason why I said earlier, you said you shouldn't look at it as a give and take or as a to do and return. Mm-hmm. But you will find that when you serve your spouse and meet their needs, they will in turn, and they should, in turn, serve you and meet your needs. Yes. And it's really, you'll find, it's really a give and take. And I'll, I'll, can I give them a quick example of how this works? So lately, um, you have made it a point to wake up, start your day at a certain time, and then one of the things you've been doing... 5 a.m., you guys. 5 a.m., <laughs> Start your day at 5 a.m., but one thing that you want to do is you want to take 30 minutes to straighten or clean a particular space in our house. Mm-hmm. And to me, that's something that you want to do for you, but it serves us. And so even today, I was like, you know, I want to make sure that I help you out. So I'm going to make sure that before I leave, and I, I mean, literally, our son's getting, he's eating his breakfast for school, and I'm just like, let me knock out these dishes real quick mm-hmm. because it's one less thing for you to do. Even if that was the room you said, oh, I'm going to go and, and do this today, maybe that's an extra 30 minutes that you can go do something else that you wanted to do. Yeah. You're, you didn't ask me to do it. You didn't ask me to, but I'm watching you serve us, mm-hmm. and it makes me want to do that for you. So it works. It, d- it definitely does. And I noticed because you did that. So what I do is I take 30 minutes a day to clean a room and I alternate rooms every day. And it just helps me keep a handle on the house. It's what works for me instead yeah. of trying to bite hey, the whole elephant at, elephant at one time. Yep. I'm taking it chunks at a time. And so I noticed how the one day um, I came downstairs and you had already straightened up the living room mm-hmm. and it was like oh okay this is nice because the living room wasn't necessarily the day the room that I had to clean that day but it definitely made me feel better because it was clean so it was like now I felt like I had a teammate yeah I mean for sure <laughs> in this thing so it definitely um I, I think that as long as you for a spouse whose eyes are open and they're paying attention and they see what you're doing then it's gonna it's gonna make them step up. Absolutely, man, that and was it great. Helps. 
Yeah. Great episode. That was cool. So share with us, you guys, if you guys have other ways um, or stories to share with us of how, you know, you serve your spouse or what you like to do, definitely, definitely hit us up on our Facebook page um, at Undivorced With The Bowl to let us know what it is that you do. You can email us, um, undivorcedwithabow at gmail.com and let us know and share this episode. Share this episode with another spouse or with your spouse. Share this episode with another a couple mm-hmm. we love to hear from you guys we so do. definitely share 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 all right y'all y'all bless this this episode and we will see you uh for episode wow number 50 next 50. week oh we Man. gotta come with it excited all right 50. hey guys thanks for listening follow us on uh instagram and facebook at undivorced withable and uh we are out bye peace